To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, and to the members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message this morning on this 12th Sunday after Pentecost is the gospel for today from Luke chapter 14. You heard it read before, I recall just these words. Those who honor themselves will be humbled, but people who humble themselves will be honored. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who not only humbled himself, but went all the way to humiliation that we might have eternal life and be exalted forever, my beloved. I have a little picture here that I got from one of my sons, um, either for a birthday or for Christmas. Maybe you can't see who's on this uh, picture, but as soon as I read the phrase, you'll probably recognize. Winning isn't everything. Making the effort to win is. Now, I suppose that the introduction to my message this morning uh, might not resonate so well with people who live in California, Florida, or New York. But here in Wisconsin, it would probably mean something if I told you that years ago, while I was standing all by myself, all of a sudden, Vince Lombardi walked into the room, already dating myself. Does everybody know Vince Lombardi? So um, I went up to Vince Lombardi and I said, Coach, can I shake your hand? And a smile came off his, over his face. And then he honored my request and he shook my hand. A couple hours later, when this whole thing sunk in, I said to myself, I just shook hands with Vince Lombardi. When I told some people, they said, oh, come on, that never happened. And then, by the way, if you want to know the whole story, you can ask my wife or me uh, later. It's a story that uh, deserves some uh, explanation. I wonder how many of us this morning have had the opportunity to come into contact with somebody who is talked about as being a real important person. Hollywood celebrity, uh, recording artist, sports figure, political figure. Did you ever say to yourself, boy, I wish I could be somebody? The people descri described in these words before us this morning thought that they were somebody. But then Jesus had to re-instruct them and tell them that uh, they were all wrong regarding their feelings about the road to importance. Do you really want to be somebody? And we listen to Jesus' words this morning as he directs our attention to the real road to importance and he tells us that it's not by the way of the highway of self-pride, but rather by the pathway of humility. Now the words before us this morning describe Jesus attending a Sabbath day luncheon or supper at the home of a prominent Pharisee or one of the religious leaders of the day. 
Now, I think it's uh, important to note, although um, maybe we should say it goes without saying, that this was not uh, an athletic banquet. And this was not a political rally. It was a church dinner. And so there were church leaders gathered there. Now, just imagine for a moment in your mind if uh, our South Wisconsin District of the Missouri Synod uh, decided to hold a banquet and they uh, invited two congregational members from every congregation in the district and their spouses. Come to a banquet downtown. And so you went. And when you walked in, you noticed that there were no name cards on any of the tables. And you also noticed that everybody was elbowing their way, trying to get close to the president because they wanted to sit at the head table. You would probably say to yourself, what's wrong with this picture? And there was something wrong with this picture. Because the church leaders of Jesus' day had changed God's heavenly message of Scripture to an earthly message of man-made laws and traditions they had changed Holy Scripture, which says what God does for man, into the uh, uh, teaching of what man can do for God. The leaders taught that personal performance for the church should bring prestige and prominence. And the higher up you were in the church, then the more people should admire you. They wanted recognition. They wanted to be VIPs in the eyes of other people. That's when Jesus said, those who honor themselves will be humbled, but people who humble themselves will be honored. The road to importance is the pathway of humility. Jesus is telling us, if you really want to be somebody, then be humble. Now, I know that humility is not an uh, attribute, you might say, that is aspired to by a whole lot of people in society today. And I think that's because humility, the attribute of humility, is often misunderstood. Humility is not to become a meek uh, little person who always goes into the corner and never says anything. Me, uh, humility is not having to uh, put your tail between your legs. It's not trying to be inferior over against all the people around you. Humility is not putting yourself down, but rather recognizing the one who raised you up. Humility is recognizing that you are not number one, but God is. Humility is recognizing that you are a very, very, very important person because you are a special creation of God to whom he has given very special gifts. I know I had a seminary professor who always said, confession is good for the soul. And then he would tell us some mistakes that he made in the past. So confession is good for the soul. So I'll have to tell you this morning that uh, when I was in high school, oh, between the ages of 14 to 18, I committed the sin of envy a whole lot of times because I was the oldest of four brothers. But my second oldest brother was, uh, he got better grades than I did. He was bigger and taller. He had more muscles. He had bigger hands. And a lot of times we played on the same sports teams. 
and he was the guy who got all the letters and all the trophies. <laughs> and I was envious because I thought, hey, I'm the older guy. I should be getting all this stuff. When I got older, I recognized that my envy was a little like telling God that he didn't know what he was doing because it's God who, God who creates us all. Exactly the way that he wants us to be. Each one with our own special gifts, some more, some less, all different. Psalm 139, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I believe that God made me and all creatures, and he gave me my body, my soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my mind, and all my faculties. During my ministry, I have seen and come into contact with many, many people who had many gifts, but they didn't use them, and they didn't accomplish very much in life at all. And I've also met a whole lot of people who didn't have very, very many gifts at all, but they used all the gifts that they had to the very fullest, and they accomplished much in life. Many gifts, few gifts. All in all, you are important because you are God's creation. God created you exactly as he wanted you to be, for all of which I ought to thank and praise to serve and obey him. Secondly, the road to importance is the pathway of humility because without Jesus, you are nothing. But with Jesus, you are everything. Without faith in Jesus Christ, you are nothing more than an enemy of God. With faith in Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. Did you know that being a child of God is the highest position that anybody can possibly hold? Higher than a premier, higher than a king or queen, higher than the prime minister, higher than a president. All those positions are not as high as the position of being a child of God. Why? Because your position was made by God. Other positions were made by men. Earthly positions all end in time. The position of being a child of God lasts for all eternity. How did you become a child of God? All because of Jesus' humility. Jesus Christ, although he was in the form of God and equal with God, he did not take advantage of this equality, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. You see, Jesus went all the way from humility to humiliation, in order to redeem us. Not only did Jesus humble himself by leaving all the glories of heaven and, become, and, and come down to be born in a barn and the poor son of a poor carpenter, many times uh, didn't even have a place where to lay his head, that's humility. But Jesus went beyond humility to hum humiliation. The Son of God standing there with blood 
and sweat and spit dripping off of his face to take away the sins of the world to make you a child of God. Just think about that. With God as your father and Jesus as your brother, how much more important can you possibly get than to be a member of God's family and an heir of eternal life? Finally, the path of humility leading to real importance is marked by service. Jesus says to the host of the banquet, when you invite people for lunch or dinner, don't invite only your friends, family, or other relatives and rich neighbors, otherwise they will return the favor. Instead, when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the handicapped, the lame, and the blind, then you will be blessed because they don't have any way to pay you back. You will be paid back when those who have God's approval come back to life. Jesus was telling that uh, host, Pharisee, hey, when you invite people to your dinner, don't invite only those who can uh, repay you. Invite the undesirables of society. You Pharisees, invite all the people who you think are beneath you. In God's kingdom, the road to importance is through loving service to others in need. Jesus says in St. Mark chapter 10, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so it was on Maundy Thursday, Jesus knowing that his death was soon, he washes his disciples' stinky feet. You know, there's a whole lot of stinky jobs in the world like visiting those in need. Did you ever visit a resident of a nursing home? Or a mental institution? Or a prison? Those are places you'd not really rather not be there. Sometimes those places smell. And sometimes the people there smell. And the only thing that they can usually repay you with is a smile or a handshake if they can muster that at all. But you know why we have to visit them and care for them? To exercise humility and to realize that those people whose society would rather forget about are as important as you. Why? Because they're all blood-bought souls of Jesus Christ. Oh, they're not maybe all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ, and that's why we have to get the message to them, but they are blood, all blood-bought souls of Jesus Christ. He died for them all. They need our help just as we needed God's help. So, how do you get to be somebody? How do you get to be important? Not by anything that we did, 
but by everything that has been done for us by our gracious God. And so we praise Him because we are His creation. We thank Him for His redemption. And we honor Him by our service to others. You see, the Pharisees, they had it all wrong. They thought that the way into God's heavenly banquet was by way of the price of admission, when in reality it was by personal invitation. When the day finally arrives for you and me to leave this earth and to enter the doorway to heaven, Jesus will be there waiting for you. And he'll probably say something like, son, daughter, sister, brother, can I shake your hand? And then a smile will come over our face, and we will honor his request. And then taking us up in his arms, he'll say, come, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. And then you'll enter his presence. And then you'll really be somebody forever and ever. And God granted for Jesus' sake, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, gotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate he suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time now to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. <laughs> 